What's up, Hyperfast Nation? If you want to be seen, you need to be online. We are going to tell you some ways to do that on this show. Our guest is a veteran of digital marketing. He's been doing it for over a decade, which uh, means he's been there since the beginning almost. Welcome to the show, Ryan Stewart. Welcome to the show today, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm good, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you're you're joining uh, from sunny South Florida as well, even further south than myself, correct? Yes, sir. We're out here in downtown Miami. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure uh, the weather's great, just like it is here in Deerfield. Yeah, it really is paradise. Before we talk about marketing and some of the cool things I know that, that you're doing that you'll be able to help our, our listeners and viewers, uh, why don't you give folks a little bit of your background and how you got started in what you're doing right now? For sure. Yeah, I've been doing digital marketing for a little over 12 years now. actually got my start in, in large corporate America doing um, consulting for a company called Deloitte. I was doing like process design and analytics stuff. And I quickly realized that I, that life was not for me and uh, started doing some internet searches, you know, how to make money, how to do things differently. And uh, I kind of stumbled across internet marketing when it was in its infancy and super fortunate to do so. Um, I discovered what's called search engine optimization, SEO, the process of getting a website to rank higher in Google search organically. Fell in love with it, um, started building my own website, started taking on some consulting clients, built an agency. Um, and then I ended up building a couple of other businesses that all ran online. Little software company, I sold that. Little e-commerce, sold that. And I also sold an agency too. And now um, I spend my time doing marketing consulting for, for B2B companies, so. Yeah, 12, 12 years is like ancient in the in the, the digital marketing. You were you were like one of the pioneers, right? I, would, what? I wouldn't call, me, go ahead. I wouldn't call myself a pioneer, but <laughs> definitely an, o, an OG. <laughs> What uh, what's different now than than back then? Like, take us take us back to your early days, just because we don't always get the perspective of someone who's been doing it for a decade. A lot of people have been doing it for a couple of years and they're really great at it, but less people have been doing it as long as you have. So, what's what's different? It's more competitive. You know, there's there's more people online. There's less real estate. Um, the competition for attention is real, and it gets harder by the day. Um, so, you know, when I was first getting started, it was super easy to rank a website in Google because not many people know how to do it. Um, but then Google's algorithm started to change as more people search and more people use the platform. Um, so it's just gotten a lot harder. And if you want to get results in anything marketing related now, you have to know what you're doing. There's, you, you can't get lucky anymore, right? Um, you've got to have a strategy. You've got to execute on that strategy. So, um yeah, it's more it's more competitive. Uh, there's definitely more things that go into it. I mean, now it's a multi-billion billion dollar industry um, and continuing to grow. So, where do you think we are in the the life cycle of this? Do you think it's still early on? Do you think if people haven't jumped into this yet, that uh, you know it's too late? 
I, it's never too late, right? Because it's going to continue to evolve just like anything. I think that I think that if you're not happy doing what you're doing and you're interested in marketing, then it's still a good time to, to learn. And there's so many different avenues that you can go down to. You can do Facebook ads, you can be a social media specialist, you can be a copywriter, you can be an SEO specialist, design. There's a bunch of different paths that you can take that are all interesting in their own right. Um, but I just think it's going to continue to evolve. You know, there's always, marketing is just the practice of, you know, basically getting customers' attention on behalf of a business um, and knowing how to do so effectively. Um, you know, marketing has been around for a while. It just has evolved from offline tactics to more digital tactics. And as we continue to be more digital as a society, it's going to continue to evolve in that way as well. So, What are you more excited about right now in terms of things people can do, opportunities in this space that you weren't necessarily thinking about or thinking about as much a year ago? Oh, a year ago. Um, in terms of tactics, not much. Um, you know, I'm not for, for the type of marketing I do, which is mainly what like high ticket, like largely uh, B2B marketing, where, you know, we work with agencies, we work with brokerages sometimes. I mean, anyone whose lead value is like $50,000 enough. Um, it's not nearly as much about the tactics. I, this is all in marketing, but it's so much more about understanding who the consumer is, who's on the other end, where they're hanging out, where they're spending their time and how they want to be engaged. So, you know, I'm not overly focused on TikTok right now um, as a new channel, just because my, I know my customers aren't there. But if I was selling a product that was skewed younger, you know, maybe more e-commerce, more DTC, then I would for sure be on TikTok, right? It's just, again, it starts with your customers and then just simply understanding where they are and wherever they are, whether you like it or not, you got to be there if you want to make money. So um, it's less about, to me, it's less about the, the, the platform or the tactic. And it's really more about what is that person doing? How can I get in front of them? All right. So for real estate agents, they are always looking for more leads, particularly right now with the inventory shortage, seller leads. Where do you think they should be to find more people that want to sell homes and, and how should they do it digitally? It's difficult. Uh, we were talking about this briefly online. I, I'm in Miami where I bought a house eight months ago as things were blowing up. And I'm, you know, trying to help my, my buddy over here actually buy a house. And there's no, like, it's not an exaggeration to say there's no inventory in the neighborhoods that you want to be in. And if there is, it's turning into San Francisco prices very quickly. Um, so to be honest with you, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how you fix, I don't, that's much more of an inventory problem in terms of there's just not, and this is just mine, so I can't speak for other places. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how to answer that aside from, I would say it's less of a digital tactic. It's much more of kind of a networking, you know, getting to know people, you know, getting in people's ear and actually convincing them to sell as opposed to waiting for people to sell, right? So um, I think that that's much more of a sales and networking. Um, and it is a really good time to sell. If you want to, if you want to cash out of your house right now, you can make a lot of money. Um, so, you know, I would take more of that approach personally. Um, but you can do that digitally too, right? You can broker communications, you can use Instagram, follow them, you know, send them a DM, just get to know the person a little bit, take them out to coffee, what have you, and then, you know, give them a pitch. You know, I think it's much more of a sales thing right now than a marketing thing. But if you were to do one thing, you know, we have a few clients that are in like the sell my homes fast space um, for SEO. It's a good place to be because you're actually capturing people who are interested at point of interest in selling their homes, right? Um, so if you can afford to invest in search engine marketing. It's very competitive right now. And it's very expensive. 
but either paid search, you know, buying the ads in Google or building a website around selling homes in those neighborhoods. I would go that route. But again, you know, we have to charge a lot more to those clients because those websites are popping up left and right, right? There's less and less real estate for those because a lot of you, you folks understand that if you want to get seller leads, then you have to be where seller leads are searching to sell my home, like sell my home in Miami. How much can I get for my home? So if you can capture those searches, then that's probably the best place digitally to get them. If not, I would, again, I would take much more of a, a sales approach to it. Yeah, and I, I always you know, kind of put marketing in, into two categories when it comes to online. Uh, what you just described, you know, I would say is intent based, right? People are yep. going to Google and, and you can do that through SEO. You can do that, you know, on YouTube or Google PPC as well. Uh, those terms you just described are fairly expensive. Uh, the, the advantage of those leads is they usually are looking to take action. Uh, they're not, they're not typing, you know, how to sell my home because they're, they're curious, right? Like they, they, they usually at that point, they want to take action, you know, as opposed to the other, the other group of ads I put or, or categories online is disruptive, mm-hmm. like going, going on Facebook, you're there to look at, you know, what's going on with your family or friends or complain about something or get news, right? You're not necessarily looking to like sell your home. So when like a home selling ad pops up, yep. um, that person's going to be less likely to take action. So you have to nurture that uh, longer, which you, you kind of described, you know, DMing, uh, following up, connecting. Uh, those leads are a lot cheaper, right? Uh, because they're like a year out on average, not not like a week out. So um, there, there's definitely like two different strategies that, you know, you can you can employ there. Um, you know, long-term, and cheaper or get shorter term, more motivated leads, but, but pay more money. Uh, you know, I think as a real estate agent, you should do both. I would agree um, with you. <laughs> um, you know, and then, and then I, I do want to bring up TikTok because you mentioned that. Are you, are you, that's, that's of course a younger platform right now, but I yeah. think it probably is yeah, I, aging I, up. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Carrie Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process. And they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to carriescholl.com to learn more. Again, that's carriescholl.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carriescholl.com. I use it, man. I'm 34 years old. I don't, I don't post on it, but I consume content on it, you know, which I think is more important. Again, that's another example of the opposite of what's happened with the housing industry where there's less creators, less houses, AKA, and much more consumers of it. So, you know, there's, you're able to get more attention there a lot easier um, and a lot more viral organically, if you will. Um, so I think TikTok is a little bit more of a play to build up a following there and then potentially leverage it somewhere else, like pushing it, pushing it to you, YouTube, you know, um, and I'm not just saying like doing like the whole like, you know, house tour thing, but like doing something a little bit more personal, talking about real estate, talking about, you know, that's the other thing too, is that the beauty of the internet is that you can position yourself as a thought leader. 
um, through more value adding content, you know, so teaching people about real estate, um, whoever it is, again, that you're trying to sell to, you know, find out what they want to learn and teach it to them. You can use YouTube for that. And you can do that on TikTok too, in like very short shorts. And then what I also see the playing very well on TikTok is like house sports, you know, like if you're <laughs> like trying to, to sell a badass house, like record it and put it on TikTok, it can go viral, you know, um, of course with the, the seller's permission, obviously, but TikTok is a good place to, again, get a lot of attention very cheap. They might not be home buyers per se, but when you're able to get that level of exposure, um, you know, casting a wide net, you'll, you'll, you'll get some, or, you know, the younger kids, you know, show their parents like, Hey dad, look at this really cool house. We just saw it in the neighborhood, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's a really good opportunity if you don't have the budget to spend on search engine marketing or, or advertising, which most real estate agents won't, right. Um, you're going to have to look for a more organic play in TikTok and YouTube, to your point, is are probably the two best opportunities for that. Instagram too, but like I feel like Instagram is saturated. It's really hard to, you know, and when you're beginning, especially it's about getting the most value out of your time. So I'm not telling you not to do Instagram, but, you know, maybe you put the time and attention that you're putting in your Instagram posts and the TikTok posts, you know, because um, we'll probably have better success there. Yeah, I have I have heard stories of, of people getting deals in real estate because the, the kid... <laughs> told the parent about like the real estate agent on TikTok. And uh, to me, I think that's, that's kind of like an interesting <laughs> strategy or, or who knows if they even intentionally meant, meant to do that, but, but quite interesting that you get that, you know, you're getting known uh, through TikTok to a younger group that then pulls in, you know, the people with the purchasing power actually. Yep. Great. Uh, and, and then the other thing you mentioned there too, to remember is like, it also is a way to get people to migrate from, from TikTok to the longer form platforms like YouTube and, um, and, and Instagram. Have you, have you seen much success with, with people yet or, or heard any success stories of people getting on clubhouse or, or, or have you not I use clubhouse a little bit? Um, it's kind of big in the marketing community because marketers are always trying to sell something. So there's a lot of people on there trying to sell stuff. Um, I personally am not a user of it. I find it not the way I like to consume information and content personally, but I don't speak for everyone. And I know a lot of people love it. So there are a lot of people in my space. I don't know much about in real estate space. Again, um, to your point, like you have to kind of have the thing is, is that when it comes to more longer form content, you it's got, I don't want to say it's got to be teaching something, but it's got to be something a little bit more education based as opposed to just um, entertainment based, which is going to be more TikTok and Instagram, right? It's got to be something teaching maybe about the real estate process, teaching about the home buying process. So if you were to start a clubhouse, similar to what you're doing with a podcast, right? So you almost got to think of it like a radio show, like what would you title it that would relate to, you know, something that people are going to want to show up for. So, you know, if you're, and I was thinking this too, in terms of like the good thing about the internet, what a lot of people in this space don't think about. Um, and I know this from building my businesses is that you can offer consulting to people, to home buyers, you know? So if you're in Idaho, but you're getting a lot of, you know, traffic from all over the place and don't know how to monetize that because your, your people aren't local, you know, there's a lot of money in consulting based education, right? Like me going through the home buying process myself for the first time, didn't know anything. Like nobody teaches you about this stuff, you know? Um, so if people are finding you a lot on TikTok and you're like, I help millennial home buyers, you know, buy their first home, like, you know, book a time and let's talk about like your process and how I can help, like, and how I can help you not earn to save you money. Um, you can charge 250, 500 bucks a call for that easy. You know, I know I would have paid it when I was going through if we got screwed by two realtors in the process. So if you can 
position yourself as a wealth expert, you know, just like I do in the marketing space, people come to me because they need help with marketing and they're going to, they're willing to pay me a lot of money to do it because I'm very good at helping them. So just another option too, if you're like hesitant about being like, well, it's not localized, you know, I don't care. What do I care about people, you know, outside of my direct area? You know, that's why this is the future. This is 2021. Everyone's online. Like there's a lot of money to be made here too <laughs> in the real estate space. Go ahead. What do you think long-term uh, the, the growth pattern of, of Clubhouse is? Do you think it's something that would replace podcasting or, or do you think people are going to want for me. more archivable, searchable, you know, permanent form of that, that the podcast provide? So, so a couple of things about, about why I don't think that for, for Clubhouse is that number one is that it doesn't happen that often, but there's always like jackasses in the audience, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that come in and kind of ruin the experience, you know, um, or come in and badger. I mean, maybe it's entertaining some people, but like, again, I, I can't speak for other people. I speak for myself. Like I love podcasts because it's what I listen to when I walk my dog. It's 20, 25 minutes of, you know, me listening to something informational, educational, again, that's searchable that helps me for what I need at that more point time where clubhouse is like, I don't even know what I've used clubhouse. Let me ask you. I, I used it a little bit in the beginning and, um, you know, I, I, I stopped cause it just, it just takes too much time. Like you have to kind of always, you have to always be on there. And yeah, I know a, a bunch, <laughs> that, you know, a lot of successful creators seem to be on there the whole time, but I'm, I'm kind of wondering if they've got like staff or other people. No, they're not. I've seen and, like Grant Cardone in rooms all the time. Like they, yeah, they just have an account that somebody sits in because hey, that's the thing is you incentivize. It's the whole thing. I just feel like also to me too, like the buzz has already started to wear off. Like, I don't feel like people are talking about it as much. I actually had somebody in my company, our community manager, she got really into, she got really into it. And she was like, yo, there's a lot of opportunity here for us to generate leads for, for our business. Um, and she was like, really pushed me to do it. And I was like, all right, we'll talk about it next month when I have more time. And like, she hasn't brought it up again. I feel like it's just really died off. Like, it's just not, it's starting to sh kind of show what the true colors are in terms of, again, like a lot of the rooms are motivated, not by information and content, but by some sort of sales. Like there's a lot of like make money online stuff up there. Like there's a lot of, um, you know, just things that people are just building these rooms and like, again, sitting in these rooms to build authority there. Mark Chris is ruined everything, man. They'll like hire someone, just like you said, like Grant Cardone will sit in an account because it builds like, I don't know, your credit or whatever there. And then it's easier for you to host from whatever, blah, blah, blah. So people are building these followings that are kind of artificial, whatever, you know, what have you. Um, and then they get you in a room and it's like a timeshare pitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, you know, definitely was on it a lot earlier and then it just... It, it, it seemed like it was it was too much time and then and then yeah you, i agree how do you vet say the people that are in there <laughs> I'll, I'll say this i do think it has a lot of potential as more of a kind of a micro tool instead of like having to be on there all day which is ridiculous you use it like you use facebook live like you host an event we do it like we're, we're hosting it on podcasts because it's easy you can build a following there credibility pull other people in and you don't have to get on camera which i think is important too like not everyone wants to get on camera that's something that i forget because I, I live on zoom and i live uh making videos so but a lot of people i know especially my employees are like yo like i'm gonna keep my video up because i'm comfortable video um so i think there's an opportunity there for that like instead of using it kind of like you can either do something daily like hey we're gonna do like a daily talk or like a weekly talk like use it like you use the radio show um or you do like pop-up type events there you know like i'm going live I'm, 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 you know, clubhouse for a new announcement, blah, 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 blah. Hey, that's a great thought, but let me get to this question that I just got from one of my followers uh, right to my phone. Uh, by the way, did you know you can text me at 703-215-1684? 
This is a new thing I've rolled out. I'm letting my listeners and uh, people that subscribe and follow me on social media connect with me directly to my phone on text message. It's me answering them and, and responding. You can ask me anything about real estate, investing, business, whatever. Just text 703-215-1684 and I will respond to you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see that continue to evolve. Uh, where do you think the biggest opportunity is going to be in this, you know, overall space in the next year to two years? In terms of like platforms, tactics, how to make money, what? Yeah, platforms and tactics for lead generation. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that I'm old school, but I, to me, everything is about content. Like, actually, that's so I, my company that I'm also running now, the consultancy, is we work again with B2B companies. And what we really do is we come in and we help you build a real scalable content strategy that understands again, who the consumer is, where they live and how do we get it in front of them? So for me, um, the platforms that we use every day and spend a lot of money on are Facebook, um, YouTube ads, we do some pay-per-click, but not as much. Um, and we're pushing more into LinkedIn now too. But again, that's for my audience because um, we built a really nice system in order to do that. So I, I'm a huge proponent of paid traffic myself. Um, Paying for traffic is by far the easiest and fastest way to grow. I don't see the easiest way, but it's the fastest way to grow. Um, once you can understand again, but the key to advertising is actually content. Setting up ads is easy. Facebook's ad algorithm is so intense uh, and so good at identifying who your customer is that the variables and the content and the creative that you run on those ads, right? So understanding what type of video to run, um, how to formulate copy, like what are your call to actions? Where are you sending them to off of that? You know, you send them to a webinar, you send them to like a free coupon, or are you just going direct kind of like marketing call to action to generate leads? Um, so that's what, again, like I, if I was going to say one specific platform, Facebook, that's where we spend a large portion of our money. Um, but again, before that, we wouldn't be successful on Facebook if we didn't really fully understand content strategy and how to how to build the right content for Facebook. Yeah, you got you got to dial the right content and and follow up as as well because it's mm -hmm. it's you know, a large portion, probably the majority, uh, no matter what industry you're in of the sales are going to come after they've been in your system for a while and, and they, they warm up yep. more and more. And, and I think, I think where a lot of real estate agents go wrong and they're like, yeah, this doesn't work. It's, it's because they don't have the follow-up and, and, and the, the ability to stay in touch for a while. Well, I mean, also for real estate, it's like, it's different for me, right? I mean, anybody can start a marketing contract at any time, right? But for real estate, not everyone is looking to buy a home or sell a home right now. So if you're able to, and this is again, why content is so important by understanding that again, understanding the customer is like, okay, well, we can use Facebook to build a community right, to build a social media profile, but then I have to create content for them that's more nurturing and engaging as opposed to buy my shit right now, right? Um, because that way you'll stay top of mind, you know, when they're ready to buy a house, they're like, damn, I love this, I love this girl, uh, like, I don't know, like, whatever her name is, this real estate agent, I've been following her on TikTok, she's super funny, she seems super knowledgeable, like, you know, like, let's, let's call her up and see if she can help us, you know, maybe that was two years later, you know, so exactly to your point, like, again, that's why content is so important, and that's, that's why understanding too that like this is not a point of purchase like people aren't going to see an ad and be like oh yeah i'm gonna buy a house right that's a really good idea you know um so not taking the direct marketing approach but taking the community nurturing approach if you will as you said the follow-up approach where you're continuously providing value through content and that value doesn't have to be again anything specific it could just be entertaining stuff that helps them love you as a person you as a real estate agent and then want to work with you as a because that's ultimately not true right um so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on it too 
All right, Ryan, before we wrap up, I always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. Fire away. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent just getting started? Be good with people, make people like you. In my opinion, when it comes to like real estate is, is not a marketing game, it's a sales game. Uh, and when it comes down to sales, people do business with people that they like. So what would you tell an experienced agent who has a very good track record of sales, but has not done it digitally? Like they've been around for a while, they've got the reputation, uh, but they're not in the digital game yet. Take a chance on yourself and invest. Real estate agents are notorious for not wanting to spend on digital, and I get it. And like, that's why you're losing <laughs> because you're not spending on it. You know, from a digital point of view, anyways. You know, I, I agree. Real estate agents are amazing networkers, are amazing at sales, but it's digital is still kind of a scary territory because I think very few have really, really got it dialed in and got it to work right, especially on the advertising side. People understand SEO, like they see the top people in the space, but when it comes to when I say investing, like, like take a chance on yourself. You get like you're a good agent. You got to. A good following, you you're, you provide a good service. Like invest in yourself. That's it. You know, promote yourself. What's been your biggest business challenge, and how did you overcome it? People, you know, people. Um, as a service-based business, we grow through people. Our product is people. Our service is people. So, and people are also very unpredictable. <laughs> people are people. You know. So, um, you know, I think for myself, being starting as a marketer. And then growing now into a business owner, I have 30 employees across across my two companies. Um, you know, understanding that it's my it's I work through them, I work for them, right? Um, and that this company is about them, it's not about me. And I'm going to grow this business through them. So their happiness and their wanting to work here and be a part of this company is my number one priority. And that's always a challenge because people are tough. <laughs> when you're not working at your company. Uh, and, on, and on your business, what would we find you doing for fun? Hanging out with my wife, my dog, doing stuff outdoors, riding bikes. I like to go to the gym, go to the beach, you know, just enjoying the sunshine here in Miami and all the things that Miami has to offer too. All right. Last question. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Um, I would say 5x the revenue that we're doing now. Um, with my goals to have like, uh, I'm pushing into real estate hard now myself, real estate investing. So I want to send like 20 investment properties. All right. Well, we should, we should connect on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, Got it's to... funny. I actually have a friend of mine who's coming in now who does real estate to have lunch with him because, uh, like I need help again. I admit what I don't know. And like, I bought a house myself, but I've, I never invested in real estate and I'm, I need help. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we wrap up here and and i think that's a great strategy to diversify build wealth by the way but before we uh wrap up here if people want to connect with you or learn more about what you do uh how do they get how do they reach you or, or learn more for sure uh i'm at ryan was here on instagram twitter uh youtube is probably the best place uh, i post a video up there every week i get in some pretty in-depth marketing concepts so um yeah any of those come find me and say what's up all right, well, check out uh, check out Ryan, guys. Connect with him. 
go see him down in Miami. If you're, if you're in the area, enjoy some, some freedom and sunshine. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Make sure you leave us feedback. Good, bad, ugly. We love it all. Uh, hit that thumbs up button if you like this and don't forget to hit subscribe and share it with other people that could learn and benefit. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.